Shaq, let's just say that a uh, snake bit your mom right up here, right in the chest area. Would you be willing to suck the venom out to win the title? No, but I will with your wife. Hello and welcome to the Pick and Roll Podcast, NBA preview time, and alongside me is Bill Golden as always, and on the line we have Shane Roxbury and Mike Barron. How's it going guys? What and up? It's, it's good. It's good. Uh, we, we finally figured out how to get the microphones, the cameras working, and I'm uh, ready to uh, place some money on these over and unders. All right. Sounds good. Um, we're going to start in the East. That's usually what we do. And we're going to go in alphabetical order um, for no really particular reason, um, other than that's how they were listed. So uh, we'll start out with Atlanta. The over-under was 23 and a half. Uh, I'll go first, I guess. I'm taking the under. I think they're going to be the worst team in the league this year. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, mean, I went under. Uh, I think that's an easy under. Trey Young is going to score a lot of points, turn the ball over a lot. But, uh, I mean, he'll be exciting to watch. I already hit a buzzer beater in the preseason. Yeah, that, that's my bold prediction is that he'll uh, he'll average 20 a game. So that's one of my three for the Eastern Conference. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I think the same. I, I have them as the worst team in basketball, too. I, I'm hitting the under. Um, I do think they're going to be a, a fun league pass team, though. They have a lot of guys who can really pass. Uh like Trey can really pass. Uh, Jeremy Lin's always exciting to watch, and guys like Tyrion Prince and uh, DeAndre Bembry can pass it too. So I think they'll be kind of a retro Hawks team of like the last five years, but uh, they're going to suck still. So, so that's a unanimous. I'm placing a full dollar on the Atlanta Hawks on the under. Um, I agree. I'm actually a big Trey Young guy. Um, I'm a big John Collins guy as well. Um, and I, and what I saw from John Collins in the preseason, um, and summer league, um, uh, I'm, I'm actually, I would say I'm bullish on their like long term. Like, I think that they're, they're, they're in a decent starting place right now. They get a top one, two, three pick next year. I, I like their long term, but okay. Lock in the under on 23 and a half. Can you even bet only a dollar? Is that an option? Yeah, you can bet whatever you want. So, so we got a high all, roller here. All the betting sites took it down on most of these, except for this one um, that I had to like. I had to put five hundred dollars in just to start, um, but I did it for the pot. Nice. All right, uh, let's move on to Boston. Uh, their over under is fifty nine, and uh, I'm hitting the over. They're going to be really good this year as long as they can stay healthy. I'm going to agree again. Uh, I think they're really deep this year, and um, I mean bringing Kyrie and Gordon back to a team that played really well in in the postseason without them. So yeah, over fifty nine. What about you guys, Shane? Shane, you got Shane. anything? <laughs> yeah, I, I I guess so. I I think they have things to figure out. Um, I think they're much. I don't know. I think Boston with with Brad Stevens and and their kind of athleticism on the wing. I would say they're more of a playoff team than a regular season team, but yeah, the over. Yeah, this is getting really boring. We're all we're all hitting the over here, but um, you know, I think they're going to 
possibly have the best record in basketball. I don't think they're the best team, but um, wow. you know, being in the Eastern Conference, I think they're going to win a ton of games. They're so deep, even if guys take nights off, um, they just have guys who can fill in. I think they're going to have a lot of wins. What? Where do you guys rank Gordon as, uh, like, from best player to worst player? Where is he? Where is he at on that list? Third. He's the third best player on the team. Behind Kyrie and Horford? Yep. What about you, Mike? Yeah, I'd, I'd probably say the same. I mean, it's hard to say with Tatum because I, I think we all agree that he's going to have a big year, but um, I, th- I think him and Tatum will be about the same. But I'd put him probably a notch above right now for his all-around game. I think Bill asked the question because he has Tatum over over uh, Gordon, right? Yeah, I'm pretty high on him. I mean, the way he looked last year in the postseason. I mean, Kev brought up a good point, which is like, you know, like Jeremy Lin went off for a while. Who's the other one that you brought up? Not Jeremy Lin, like Thomas and Rozier. I felt. Well, yeah, yeah. So like, Celtics. yeah, in the playoffs too, like Rozier looked incredible, and I, I don't think he's that good. So it's really going to depend, obviously, on how good Tatum actually is. Um, all right, let's move on to this podcast's least favorite team, the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, the over-under here is 32. Um, I'm hitting the under. This team is terrible. Over, over, over. I'm having them almost making the playoffs. So that's my bold prediction that they'll be actually contending for the playoffs. I don't, like, dislike their team. Um, I just think, I just look at it, um, I take a step back and I see this is the first lottery pick. Like, this is the first first-round pick that they've had in, like, 10 years. So uh, I think they're going to want to make that as valuable as possible and we'll get we'll get some march and then probably just pack it in that's a good point i'm with mcclernan on this one i i think that they're gonna hit the over i think they're you know their roster is not super impressive you know top heavy wise but they have a lot of guys who play hard i don't think they're gonna be an easy out and i think they're gonna eke out some late season wins um because they just got a bunch of dogs on that team all right, next one. Next up is uh, Charlotte. The over/under is thirty-five and a half. Uh, they won thirty-six games last year, so this one's tough. Uh, I'm gonna take. Uh, I actually wrote down the wrong thing. I'm gonna take the under here, and I think Kemba gets moved. That's my bold prediction. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't want to be there. I, I mean, these teams are just kind of in the middle of the East and kind of tough to judge because the East is awful. And how will they do? But I'm going with the over. I think it's gonna be around thirty-six, thirty-seven. So I actually did the opposite of Bill. I wrote down under, but I think I'm going to hit the over. I, I like their starting lineup. They got, um, you know, a couple additions with Parker and Biombo. I think it'll give them a little depth. And they also got out under Dwight Howard, which is always good for a couple extra wins. I'm going with Bill again. I guess we're going to, I'm going to side with Bill again, and then we're going to let Kevin and, and, and Byrne side. Um, I think Kemba gets moved, even if he does get uh-huh. moved. Um, wow. Extreme. Even if he doesn't get moved, I think uh, I, they just don't have it. Um, and they're going to be middle of the pack there. They might as well move him to see if they can get something for him. Um, I don't think he hates it in Charlotte. I just think that there's going to be teams and you know, New York teams, L.A. teams that have a better lifestyle and better team often. I love that sports talk jargon of they don't have it. <laughs> love that. All right, uh, let's move on to Chicago. The over-under for them is 30. I'm taking the over. My boy Larry is going to tear it up. Uh, I'm taking the under. Going to disagree again. Uh, I think they need a, another piece, and they're going to start tanking at the end of the year to get one of those top four picks. Yeah, I really like the under here. Uh, this team is not good, and they have no wing defense at all. Like their teams are going to put up 130 points a game on them regularly. Like 
Jabari trying to guard people, your boy Lari. They got nobody on D. And they don't have enough firepower on offense to keep up with those teams. Shane, bail me out here, man. Over. I'm going over. I've been doing <laughs> you guys are, um, you guys are uh, butt I, buddies, man. I, no, no, no. I, I, they, you know, the Bulls, I'm, I'm not – they're offseason. They took flyers on these uh, restricted guys that, like, they really didn't have um, – I think they're too good to tank, but they're too bad to, like, push for a playoff spot. But that, that number is low. They're paying, paying Levine $20 million for four years, so have fun with that. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah, no. Long term, no. But these guys are going to play. I mean, they're going to they're gonna try hard. All right. Cleveland, 30 and a half. I'm hitting the over. I'm a big Kevin Love guy. I think you are too, aren't you, Kev? Uh, yeah, I won with the over also. Um, finally agreeing, I guess, again. But I don't know. I mean, they have, they're talented. Sexton can control the ball, and Love will put up 25 points maybe a night. Over a big Kevin Love guy. I think we're going to see a little bit of old Kevin Love. Like we're going to see more 30, 20 games. Um, the the best Kevin Love. Um, I don't think they're. I mean, they're not going to push for anything serious. Um, but and they might have traded him in the off season. But I, I do think they're going to be over. I think that number is low. Give me the under, baby. Are you kidding me, <laughs> dude? Kevin Love was awesome years ago. He's like like a high school dude who's washed up now after college, like myself. <laughs> um, you think J.R. Smith's going to play hard when this team sucks? George Hill is going to play like 10 games and say his ankle hurts. Tristan Thompson, ew. Dude, this team sucks. They're going under. What's the over-under on bowls of soup thrown? <laughs> None, because J.R. won't even show up. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right, Detroit, they won 39 games last year. They're at 38 and a half. So this one's, this one's tough too. Um, they didn't have Blake the whole year last year, right? I don't know. I don't, the Pistons I don't, are so irrelevant. Yeah, they got him. Yeah, they got Wait, him during the season. Yeah. Did, so did we skip for did that. We skip the Denver Nuggets. We're in the East East we're Conference. Just, just the East, bro. Oh, just the East. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh wow! Every team so far has been has been in the East, and we've gone alphabetically. Yeah, yeah. I was noticing that when I was doing the over unders, I went through like six East teams in a row, and then I was like, Are they, did they organize it that way? But no, it's just this is the way it happened. Um, but anyway, got they. They won 39, 38 and a half to the over-under. I'm taking the over here. Full season of Blake, I think. They win a few more. Yeah, I'm going over. I mean, they have, like, I think it's the eighth highest payroll or something for a team. That, and they didn't even make the playoffs what? last year. Yeah, because they're paying Drummond, Jackson, and Blake huge contracts. I forgot about Jackson. Um, yeah, I'm going over. I mean, I guess they kind of have to or else they, they're in a lot of trouble with that salary. I, I really hate to pick either way. I'm going to go over as well. I, I think this team is a disaster waiting to happen just because if somebody gets hurt, they have no depth. Um, but, you know, I think they have the potential to, to win in the mid 40s. So I'm going to take the over and just hold my breath on the injuries. Over. Um, I think Dwayne Case is a good coach, man. And they have a full season of Blake. And, I mean, long term, their franchise, it, it, it just looks terrible. But I think they have enough right now, and with Wayne Casey coming in, he's got a little bit of a chip on the shoulder. I think they're going to they're going to rack up some wins in the East. Stanley Johnson, most improved player this year. Another bold prediction for me. Wow, oh, man, okay. he, he must be taking a million shots a day then. He always guards Ben Simmons well. Damn. Well, <laughs> all right. Um, that was that was very bold. All right, Indiana. This is another tough one. They won forty eight last year. They're at forty seven and a half. Uh, I'm going to take the under here. Under, I mean, they overachieved last year. Um, they're still a decent team, especially in the East. But um, yeah, I'm going under that number. Depot, 
give me the over, baby. He's <laughs> awesome. I, he's one of the most exciting guys to watch. I think that team's good. I think Miles Turner is going to have a little bit better of a season this year. Um, and you know, Dougie Fresh just coming in and hitting some buckets. Um, no, I think I think last year was not a fluke, and they're a tough team who's going to, especially in the regular season, get some wins and then probably flake out in the playoffs. But um, you know, I think they're going to hit that over. No, the Pacers are a doormat size. <laughs> they and they're one of the teams now that people and the national media are starting to lump in with the Sixers, like oh, all these good young teams in in the East, like the Pacers and the Sixers. Fuck that, no way. Under Pacers. Well, Mike's out on an island on Cleveland and uh, and the Pacers, so we'll have to we'll have to uh, see how that turns out later in the season. All right. Yet another tough one. Miami won 44 games last year. Over-under is 43. I'm going to take the over, and part of the reason is because I think they'll make a big trade at some point during the season. I know they're in the Butler talks. I don't think that's completely over, but I think they make a big move at some point. Yeah, they're, they're getting Butler. It's just a matter of when to me. Um, I picked under, but uh, if they get Butler early, it's, it's probably going to be over that number. If they're healthy, they should be better than 41 wins, and I do think they get someone. It's if, 43. If not Butler. It's 43 and yeah. him. Oh, uh, 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 I was looking at the old ones. I guess I had a 41 and a half. 43 is a little different. I still think they get somebody over. Yeah, I'm taking the over too, and I, I I think the money is really just betting that they're taking Jimmy, and then even if he doesn't make it over there, I you know they won. Close to that number last year, I'd take the over um, if I was a betting man, and I very much am. (laughs) All right, so Kev's on an island there. All right, let's go to Milwaukee. Milwaukee won 44 last year. The over-under is 48. Uh, I'm taking the over. I think you should put half the money in your bank account on this over. Well, I'm not going to use any of that because I'm going under and going to keep all my money. Uh, But... Yeah, I just, I mean, this team is just completely underachieving. They signed Brooke Lopez. I mean, he's an upgrade for over Monroe, but uh, I still don't like them. Giannis is going to put up freakish numbers as usual, but under. I'm, I'm hammering the over here. They're just going to be awesome. I, th- I think that getting rid of Monroe and, and getting Lopez will help them space the floor a bit. I love Chris Middleton. I'm hammering the over. Oh, um, I think we hit a Giannis like. I think we're about to hit a Giannis plateau. It's tough. Um, I don't think that they did anything with their team that instills confidence, but I think the shakeup with the coach, um, where they got food holder now, right? Yeah. And they've been looking like yeah. they're going to run a, a pretty, pretty good offense. I think for that reason, I'm going to go, I'm going to have to push. I'm going to stay away from this bet. Is that a possibility? Uh, we can allow that. No, I don't think we allow that. You got to go over under, bro. Come on. Ben under. I, fuck the box. I, I, I knew his bias was going to come out there. I knew it. I knew he couldn't hold it in long enough. The Bucks are also one of those Pacers-like teams. They're not as good as the Sixers. Get out of my face. Well, don't forget no, about the, the former Rookie of the Year, Malcolm Brogdon. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will say the Bucks under is a good pick if you guys don't like free money. So yeah, I like your pick agreed, game. agreed. I think Giannis has his best season ever. Also. Um, Anyway, let's get to the Knicks. The Knicks, uh, 29 wins last year. Over-under is 29 and a half. I'm going to take the under. This team is terrible. Well, huge breaking news that Joe Kim Noah is no longer a Nick. Um, <laughs> he refused to take the buyout because he knew no other NBA team wanted him. So he's going to get paid $38 million over the next three years or something. But um, how do you play? 
I mean, that that might push it over for me without having no on the team, but I'm taking the under. This team is bad. Porzingis is going to miss some time. Knox is going to be that whole offense because um, they have a bunch of guards that can't shoot with no Aquina, Moutier. Um, yeah, they're paying Tim Hardaway a lot of money. Give me the under. If anybody has a good opportunity to tank right now, it's the New York Knicks. Just sit Porzingis. Worry about this. Let them take the year, get Cam Reddish or R.J. Barrett, get somebody in the offseason, and the next thing you know, you're in like a Sixers-like position where you are in where you can win now and you can win in five years. They should tank. I'm going to take the under. I don't even think they feel like NBA lineups come February. I, I totally agree. I was going to say the same thing. They're going to lose a bunch of games early. Porzingis is going to maybe come back for a couple games, and they're going to shut him down. Uh, I just I just don't see him winning games. And those scumbags up in New York are just going to tank and steal our strategy. Uh, all right, let's go to Orlando. Um, the over under is thirty one. They won twenty five games last year. Um, can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to take the over. I take the over every year, and they always disappoint me. And I'm taking the over again. <laughs> uh, I mean, Gordon got paid. We'll see how much he does with that. But I, I think they're going to have to do something because they – I think Vucevic is going to be on the move. Uh, they want to play Bamba. And, I mean, you got to move Vucevic and somebody competing, I guess, will take him. Way under, man. I mean, this team just is terrible. I, I think they're going to compete with the Hawks and, and the Kings is the worst team in the league. Um they're just bad. I mean, the one thing they have going for them is they're probably not going to tank at the end just because they've been so bad for so long. Ownership wants to try to win. Um, so I think late in the season, it could kind of creep up there, but I still think they land under. Also under, I, I think, I don't think it's under much. They, they're probably somewhere around 30. I like Mo Bamba and I like, I like what Mo Bamba is probably going to be in two or three years. Um, but I think, I don't think he's ready to, to anchor this team over 31 wins. They, they, they had a pretty pitiful roster. Shane, how do you feel about Mo Bamba, Joel Embiid comparisons? Uh, I'm okay with it. Wow. Uh, because because I know that it's it's not anything close. I get really like I get really up in arms about the ones that are actually closer, like Cat. But no, I'm okay with it. I like Mo Bamba a lot. All right, uh, let's move on to our boys, the Sixers. Uh, Over-unders, 53.5. They won uh, 52 last year. This is over, all the way over. This is easy money. If, if anybody takes the under, I'm leaving the podcast right now. So, over. Ooh, Kevin's going to leave his own podcast. Give me the under wow. on the Sixers. I love the boys. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Kevin's I'm walking away. Ben Simmons. Whew, it makes it easier. People only got to listen to three of us now. <laughs> um, nah, I just, you know, I think we're going to have a similar season to last year. And we had some magic last year with big winning streaks and, and Bell and Ellie um, and Ilya Sova gone. I think it's going to take a little bit of time for us to gel. Um, so I think we're going to start slow and then finish strong into the playoffs. Oh, every time someone talks like you, I try to remind them that Jared Bayless started like five to ten games for us last year, and this is Joel Embiid's first offseason since he's been 18 years old. When you were 18 years old, Mike Byrne, you were playing and you were hitting game-winning shots at Holy Ghost Prep, and that's the last time Joel Embiid had an offseason. These guys might win the most games in the East. No. They had their, wow. Their starting lineup last year, I think, had the best net rating in the league besides the Golden State Warriors. 
Okay, so they have the continuity. Nah, it was the best. It was the best. Excuse me. <laughs> Hammer this over. They're going to get close to 60. The, the road to the Eastern Conference Finals is that one seed. Okay, everybody's going to be gunning for it. We got the continuity. We might. I'm not saying we will. It's going to be us or it's going to be Toronto. But over, man. Over, over, typical, over, 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 over. Typical uh, crazy Sixers fans. Uh, important. I hope you guys are right. Uh, important uh, statistic. Uh, Bayless started 11 games last year. Um, all right. Toronto over-unders 55 and a half. They somehow, somehow won 59 games last year. I'm going to go under here. Over best team in the East in the regular season. Wow. Yep. I think Kawhi's fully back and top three player in the NBA again. I agree with the over. Kawhi. I agree. I'm over. Over for me too. Best Kawhi's team in better. The East all around. Yeah, they're deep. All right. Well, I'm on an island there. Uh, let's go to the Washington Wizards. 45 and a half the over under. 43 wins last year. I'm going to take the under. I get this team wrong every single year. The one year I had them as a two seed, they didn't even make the playoffs. And then I, I keep flipping back. I'm going over. Uh, I know Burns going to go under because they have Dwight, but I'm going the over. <laughs> I'm actually taking the over here, and it's one of my biggest locks. I hate Dwight. They hate the Dwight factor, but they're deep, man. Austin Rivers, Ubre off the bench. Uh, I think this team's going to be good. I mean, they had they missed Wall for like a huge part of the season last year and they still won 43. I think they're going to get at least three more wins than last year. This might be my biggest lock. It's one of my top three picks for the over-unders. Well, Bill, I'm with you. I'm going under. I don't think you, you named a lot of decent players, but I think there are a bunch of players that don't like to play with each other. And probably a lot of them don't like to play basketball in general. I think the wizards were better <laughs> without John wall last year in their lineup. Um, Dwight Howard doesn't help the situation under. Yeah, I didn't really understand the Dwight over Gortat. I don't think that's really much of an upgrade. And uh, I mean, they, they got Rivers, right? Too, yeah, so. they got Austin Rivers. Gives them some perimeter D and a little playmaking off the bench. But um, they had to get Gortat gone because him and Wall might have actually physically fought on the court. But All right, enough about Dwight Howard, really. Uh, let's go on to the Knicks. Uh, <laughs> 29 wins last year. Over-unders. Oh, sorry, we already did the Knicks. All right, so that's it for the East. Uh, let's go to uh, the Western Conference, and uh, we start with Dallas. They won 24 last year. Uh, the over-under here is 34 and a half. Um, this is crazy. I'm going to take the over. Another bold prediction, kind of boring because I already said something similar, but I think Doncic's average is over 20. What? Can you pronounce that name again? Luca Doncic. That's, that's the correct pronunciation, yes. I'm still Doncic. saying I'm still saying Tyrod, so I'll, I'll, I'm going to keep saying Doncic. Fair enough. Um I'm going under, but this is really going to depend on how they start the season because that pick is top five protected. Um, so it could be at the end tanking uh, to keep that pick. I love Luca, and I, I, I think he's going to be a star, and his mom's nice too. And, <laughs> um, but that, she does a lot of charity work. And, you know, I have the Mavs in an NBA wins pool, um, but I'm going to have to go under. That's a big number. I think I'm going to go over as well. I'm totally caught up in the Luka hype. I love him. Um, I think DeAndre Jordan's going to bring him, um, you know, some good minutes this year that they didn't have a big man last year, even though I don't really love him as a player. I think he'll be good for them. 
Um, especially with a Rick Carlisle offense, he likes guys like, um, like Jordan. And I think Derek's still going to be stroking and spreading the floor for the young guys. So let's, let's take the over here. And well, you did, you see Derek uh, got hurt. So he's going to miss the beginning of the season. I did see that. I did see that, but he was coming off the bench anyway. And I think Harrison Barnes will, um, you know, kind of fill those minutes fine, I guess. I love that Dennis Smith and Luca backcourt. It's going to be good for years to come. And did you see that clip? They're, they're boys. They're like talking on the court, dapping and stuff. Yeah. There's a couple of clips out there. Look at it. Like they seem to have a good connection and um, hopefully that lasts. Cause I know Dennis Smith's gotten knocked for possibly being selfish, but it seems like they're getting along. All right. Uh, let's go to Kev's uh, former city, Denver, uh, 46 wins last year over unders 47 and a half. Uh, I'm going to take the under. Sorry, Kev over. Uh, Jokic was playing great at the end of the year. Millsap missed a lot of the year last year. Uh, they're pretty deep. Uh, Gary Harris, Barton, um, Jamal Murray. Uh, I really like this team, so I'm going the over. Under. Um, I like. I don't mind the Nuggets. I think I like. Like they have a couple interesting players. I'm, I'm going to enjoy watching them. But I think that number's big. Yeah, I'm taking the over. So we're going to keep our split with Bill and Shane hooking up with me and me and Kevin. But. You know, I think they're pretty deep. Uh, like he said, uh, Millsaps missed, missed a bunch of time last year, and I think him coming back full strength is going to help them. They did lose some depth, though, I will say. I lost Wilson Chandler, Fareed, Darrell Arthur, some good kind of rotation forward guys, but I still think they'll hit the over because they have a lot of talent. And we didn't mention Isaiah Thomas is on that team now, so who knows what oh, we'll get out of him. That. So. Net negative win. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, let's move on to everyone's most hated team, except maybe Mike. I don't think Mike hates them. Uh, Golden State Warriors, uh, 58 wins last year, 62 and a half to the over-under. Uh, they didn't care during the regular season last year. They're not going to care during the regular season this year, so I'm going to take the under. I'm going over. I think this team's going to have a lot of fun this year. Um, but, I mean, like you said, they got 58 last year, and they could do the same thing. So I wouldn't put money on this one if I was bet- betting on it. Now under this is this is a this is a long lot of basketball for the Warriors. This is the last year they're going to be together. Um, I think I think they they missed that sixty mark. They pull it together, kick everybody's asses in the, in the in the playoffs. And but I I think that's high under. I'm going over. Um, I just think they're you know. I don't think they're going to care a ton throughout a lot of the season, but I think as the Celtics rack up wins, I think they're going to want to beat out the Celtics and have more. I think those are the two top teams um, win wise in the league. And I think that they're going to end up over. I mean, they're just so good unless somebody misses time. I don't see them being as low as last year. I just, I just, they're going to hit the over. All right. Uh, next up Houston 65 wins last year over under 56 and a half. Uh, I'm going to take the over. I know they lost some players, but that seems low to me. Under. Uh, they lost a lot of players, um, and especially Ariza and Luke uh, Mbamute. I, I think that really hurts them defensively. Um, I heard Eric Gordon might be starting possibly for this team too, which I think he should stay on the bench as a playmaker, but I'm taking the under. Yeah, I'm taking the over. I'm with Bill on this one. I just I, I think Ariza and Mbamute are – you know, our key pieces, but I don't know if they equal 10 wins less. Um, I'm taking the over. Over. Um, I'd like Ariza and, and Mumba Mute, a lot of players. Um, I do think there's a good chance that Houston pulls something together and, and grabs mm-hmm. a, grab a star or a quasi star 
Daryl Morey knows what it takes to beat the Warriors, and he, he needs another borderline or star or borderline star um, on the wing, and I, I think they're going to be constantly searching. So on the, on the chances that they get one of them, I'm going to have to go over. The real question is, Michael Carter-Williams is on the team, and will he be a three-point shooter now? Uh, maybe. I guess he's going to have to be. No, I think uh, I think we didn't talk at all about Carmelo, which is just absolutely, which is just shocking. Yeah, oh, Melo's gonna go off. All right. Um, yeah, Melo's gonna Melo's gonna have a good season. I don't think Carter Williams is gonna play at all. I think uh, the Melton kid from USC is gonna get those backup uh, point guard minutes when the late season comes. He was rookie of the year too, wasn't he? Carter Williams, yeah, rookie of the year, unbelievable. All right, uh, the Clippers, uh, forty-two wins last year. Over under is thirty-seven. I think they still got my boy Sandarius Thornwell, so I'm going to take the over here. <laughs> I'm, I'm going under. I mean, some of these West teams have to be under because there's so many good teams at the top. Uh, this team just isn't that good. Uh, they have a lot of good players, but they don't have a very good player. Uh, I mean, who's the best player on the team? Lou Williams? Tobias Harris? I, I mean, they just have a bunch of those players. Well, don't talk bad about Lou. Come on, man. back. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm, I'm taking the under too. I, I just don't think this team's that talented. I think maybe in the East they might hit that over, but in the West I think they're they're going to be under. Somebody's got to lose, like Kevin said. Under as well. Yeah. I, 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 I think we're going. I don't think they're going to hit that number. They, they're they're pretty bad, and they just lost the and he was there. You know, he brought a lot of defense behind them. You know, as pieces came in and out, he he was kind of a defensive back. Yeah, I, I just don't see it. All right, so next up is going to be the Lakers, uh, 35 wins last year. But that, I mean, that number is so relevant because their team is so different now. Because they got Rondo. Yeah, and, and Beasley, of course. Yeah. Don't forget about him. Uh, 48 and a half is the over-under. Uh, I think that's, uh, I think they're going to hit the over. Um, yeah. Under, I think it's going to take a little, little while for this team. I, I mean, I still think they're going to have over 45, but I think it's going to take a little time for them to gel together. Under. Wow. <laughs> I. That's more of my heart. I just don't want to. I don't want to say anything. Under. They. 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 They're pretty poorly made up. I think it's gonna. I think Lonzo is gonna be gone by the All Star break once he's not getting the minutes. Once. Once LeBron starts realizing that he's. I mean, he. He likes playing with like. Crip keeper Rondo. Um, I think they're gonna force Lonzo out. There's gonna be a bunch of stuff. But probably do decent in the first round of the playoffs. Um, but no, under. I'm taking the over. It's funny. I'm not a LeBron fan, but I'm the one playing the LeBron effect the most. I have the Cavs under, and I got the Lakers over. Uh, I think LeBron played this really nicely. One, he gets to live in LA. He gets the reputation as coming to a really, really young team who you know needs veteran leadership, which it does. But these guys are good. I think they're gonna. Um, hit the over pretty comfortably. I think Ingram and Hart and Kuzma um, and Lonzo, if he sticks around, I think they're all going to, you know, come up well together. And LeBron's the missing piece, obviously to any team, but to that team in particular, dude, LeBron is like executive producing like a million things in LA. Also that dude is going to be so rich in like 10 to 15 years. It's, it's crazy. Um, all right, let's go to Memphis. Uh, a, I don't know if this is one Do of our favorite to? or least favorite. I know. I don't know if this is one of our favorite or least favorite. We always spend too much time on Memphis. Uh, 22 wins last year. Over-under is 34 and a half. Uh, the other half of your bank account, you need to bet the under here. Oh, and uh, my bold prediction is uh, Marcus All gets traded. I have to put it in because, I mean, I do it every year. 
It's, it's a good thing I don't have your bank account because I'm going to argue with this again. What? <laughs> I'm taking the over. I'm picking the Grizzlies of the eighth seed. Wow. I'm all in. Put all the money the on the Grizzlies. Yes, playoffs. Over. I'm not quite where Kev is. Um, I, it's weird. They're, they're definitely way too good to be around like the like the eight nine spot in the draft in the lottery and they don't keep their pick if it's outside the the bottom eight so i think they're just gonna try really hard i think they're gonna keep everybody together because what else you're gonna do you're in memphis um so i think they just keep everybody together and they try their best i don't think they're gonna get the playoffs i think they're gonna just miss it but over that number yeah, I'm taking the under. I, I just don't think they're going to be that great. I can see them moving some pieces. Um, you know, the rookie that they drafted, uh, Jackson, I don't think he's going to give them too much their rookie year. He's more a little bit more of a long-term project, so I don't think he's going to help too much. Uh, you know, I just, I just don't see them hitting the over, and I don't really care about them at all and won't watch one of their oh. games. So. <laughs> I don't think you'll be able to watch one of their games. I don't. They're not going to be on TV. I don't think. Uh, <laughs> the other thing too is I, I'm getting so confused with all these guys coming in the league with the last name Jackson. Um, all right, yeah. Minnesota 47. The over under is 41 and a half. I'm taking the under because I think Butler gets moved before the trade deadline. This team is a hot mess. I'm taking the under. I don't know what's going to happen. Cat uh, came out today and said they're in trouble. Garnett is making fun of them now because their team's a mess. Uh, yeah, this team is it's kind of laughable now that people were talking about the Sixers and them like two years ago and how their talent was similar and how they're going to come up together. Yeah, um, under they're just uh, Cat and Wiggins are soft boys. Um, Butler is going to go any minute. Uh, they, I mean, they have Thibodeau. He just they, there's you know there's obviously some friction between him and the, and the rest of the front office. I'm going to go under as well. I'm actually taking the over here, even though I think Butler gets moved. I don't know when that'll be. If he plays a bit for him, they do have a lot of talent. And interestingly, Vegas thinks the under is going to hit as well. The line moved right now. The under is minus one thirty, while the over is even money. That was roughly split about a week ago. Um, so I don't know what Vegas knows there, but, um, you know, I, I'm liking the over. All right, um, let's go on to uh, the Pelicans. 48 wins last year, 45.5 is the number this year. Uh, I'm taking the under, and I think they move Anthony Davis. I'm going under, and I cannot wait to see Jaleel Ogafor and Julius Randle try to play defense together. It's going to be phenomenal. This is a tough one, right? Uh, because it looks to me like Vegas pretty much has, has it at that number evenly split between the over and the under. So the question is, is Davis a Pelican at the end of the year or not? Um, I'm going to go over. I think they, I think they ride that momentum that they had at the, in the, you know, towards the end of the year in the playoffs. Um, they maybe even, they try to pick up another like depth option, uh, two way depth option on the wing. And I think they hit the over on that and I think they make a little splash and then Davis is going the off season. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm taking the over. I think Julius Randle was a big pickup for them, even though they did lo- lose some of that Rondo magic. Um, you know, Rondo was was good down the stretch of the season and in the playoffs, but um, I think they'll be able to replace some of that. Um, we, I, I love Drew Holiday. I, I think they're going to hit the over. Davis is going to will them over that. 
Yeah, Drew was uh, was really good last year. Um, let's go to the Thunder. Forty eight wins last year. Over under is forty eight and a half this year. Uh, I'm always high on the Thunder. I love Russell Westbrook irrationally, so I'm gonna take the over. I'm taking the over. Just another year of Adams, Westbrook, and George playing together. I, I think it think it'll work out, and uh, no mellow, so positive. Yeah, I'm gonna take the under here. I think they they win forty eight games. Um, I, you know, I think they're a little banged up to start the season. You know, you never know what you get with Roberson. He's always hurt. Uh, you know, I think they're going to be a solid team like the last few years, but I'm, I'm hitting them just under. Yeah. Under, I think the injury stuff at the beginning of the year is probably going to be the deciding factor between that number. Um, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for the year where Russell Westbrook gets more triple doubles than he does wins in a season. Um, uh, and then that depends on how the Paul George thing works out. Next team up is the Phoenix Suns. 21 wins last year. 29 is the number this year. Uh, I'm going to take the over in my bold prediction. I think I, I think it went too bold here, but uh, I have Booker in the top five in points per game. I really like Aiton. Uh, I think it'll work out eventually with him and Booker, um, but I'm taking the under. I, take, I'm, I think they're going to be the worst team in the West. Under. Um, I like their theoretical future, um, especially if Aiton becomes even a shell of what we expect him to be. Um, but they look like they might give up 195 points a game. <laughs> yeah, I'm going on too. I, you know, obviously I think we're all in agreement that their long-term future looks good, but, um, you know, this season, I don't think Aiden's going to have that immediate impact that some other rookies are going to have. Um, you know, they got our boy, my boy, Mikel Bridges from Nova, um, who I don't think is going to make a huge impact to start either. So I don't think they're all that much better than last year. And we're going to take the under. All right, Portland Trailblazers up next. Uh, 49 wins last year. Over-unders 42. I'm going to take the over. I don't think they beat it by much, but. Under. Um, I think they took a huge step back in the playoffs, getting swept by the Pelicans. And, uh, I mean, we hear possible trades every year with either CJ or Dame. Dame's staying there, I'm pretty sure. Um, But CJ may be gone. Uh, This team is just not good. Under. And I think prediction this is the last year of the cj dame backcourt is that a bold prediction everybody pretty much predicts that every year um but um the only one that was actually broken up was the DeRose and lowry one the one that i thought was going to stay together until the end of time so yeah i'm gonna take the under two i, I think that mccollum's gonna get traded i think they're gonna start really um slow to start the season the trade rumors are gonna swirl they're gonna trade mccollum for cents on the dollar and they're just gonna not be good so um yeah we're going under shane you took the under two right yep that's two in a row that i'm on an island on okay uh sacramento 27 wins last year 26 is the number this year i'm gonna go over again over they don't have their pick uh i think it'll give them some incentive to win and uh, as other teams are tanking down the stretch they'll win some unimportant games over um i think harry giles has a nice little rookie season and um I'm going to go over because they, you know, unlike Memphis, they, they're not getting a pick no matter what. Um, so there's just, there's nothing like, you know, they're going to, there's going to be eight or nine teams in the league that, you know, losing will be better for them than winning. And when the Kings are going to beat them at the end of the year, I'm going under just because I don't want to get burned on taking the Kings over. Um, (laughs) I think, and even though teams are trying to lose as they go down the season, nobody wants to lose to the Kings. They don't want that stink on them. So I think they're getting under. 
That's true. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, those, those are good points about you, Mike. All right. It looks it looks bad when you lose to the Kings, man. That's true, yeah. All right, uh, let's move on to the Spurs. This is a pretty interesting team. They won 47 last year. Uh, over-under is 43 and a half. Um, I'm going to take the over here. I'm taking the over. Murray is out for the year now. I think Derek White's out for four to six weeks, so they're going to have some trouble at point guard. Uh, but Kawhi played, what, eight games last year. They add DeRozan. Uh, Popovich continues to streak, uh, what, 20-some years now? 20, 21. 21 years making the playoffs. It's just absurd. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm, t- I'm taking the over here, I think. Um, you know, they obviously overachieved dramatically for their talent pool last year, and they got DeRozan now. They do have some injuries at point guard. Um, but I think, you know, from an overall talent standpoint, they're probably about the same as last year when you – you know, add DeRozan and take out some of those injuries and they hit the over last year. So do they have Ryan Anderson now? Ryan Anderson is on the Suns. Okay. Got traded I for Marquise Chris. Uh, I don't even know who the first have, um, but I have <laughs> nice. them in my wind pool. I have them in my wind pool <laughs> and, um, and it's Popovich. So over. Yeah. I mean, you just gotta, you just gotta, bet the over with pop especially on a number like 43 and a half um all right last team here uh we we always um are, are low on this team i think have uh utah jazz we were really low on them was it last year it was the year before we were laughing that they're they were projected to make the playoffs and we were yeah. burned all right so uh they won 48 last year the number is 49 and a half i'm gonna take the under here I mean, they were missing their best player for a lot of the season last year. Gobert is going to be back. This defense is going to be good. Uh, Mitchell is going to regress a little, um, but I, I'm taking the over. I think they're going to be the three seed in the West. Wow. I'm taking the over, too. I mean, I, I think I've talked about, at least from my perspective, a few of these teams dropping wins. Like the Blazers had 49 wins last year. The Pelicans had 48. Spurs had 47. T-Wolves, 47. I think a lot of those teams win less and there's going to be more wins to go around. So I'm taking the jazz over now. Typically what, what way do you think I would go on that? Under. Definitely because under. Of Mitchell. Right. Because yeah. Yeah. Cause he's a tool, right? Yeah. He's a tool. Well, no, I'm going to go over. Um, I have them in the wind pool, um, along with Popovich. Um, I, I think Rudy Gobert is, is so good on defense that he's enough you know, he's enough to win you like almost half of your games just by, you know, always having that uh, behind you on defense. I don't think Mitchell's going to regress, but I do think that people are going to be surprised at how little he improves the rest of his career, um, given that he's like an old man, just like Bill. Um, so I think we're going to go over on that number. I really wish I could go under, but I, I, I'm just not I'm not in the position to do that. Over. All right, so that, that wraps up our picks. Uh, big thanks to Mike Byrne for joining us. Uh, he's going to take off for now. But Shane's going to stay, stay with us for the, uh, the end of the season awards, regular season awards, um, which are just announced at the worst time and are always just a, an absolute mess. Let's just start with MVP. Uh, I know that Kev thinks I'm going to pick Giannis. I think Giannis, like I said, is going to have his best season ever. Uh, but I think what LeBron is going to do in the Lakers uh, is going to get him another MVP. Um, he deserves uh, at least one, maybe arguably two from the past two seasons. Uh, I think he gets uh, he gets some love this year. I agree. Um, I, I just think he's going to do a lot for that team. Uh, they're going to be better than they were. He's going to get a lot of hype. And uh, LeBron's MVP, even though we've argued about it in the past, us three, uh, I'm giving it to LeBron. So this is the thing. If if the, if the Lakers get you know a, a three 
seed. Um, I, I definitely see um, you, you have to pretty much have to give it to LeBron. That'll be like you're going to be talking like a 20 game, um, 20 game win increase, and then you're going to uh, and then you're going to have to probably give Luke Walton coach of the year um, with that big of a uh, of a win increase. Um, but I'm going to go Joel Embiid for the Philadelphia 76ers. What? I really and it's not and it's not because. I mean, it is because I, I love Joel Embiid. I really think the Sixers are going to have the most wins in the East, and I think it's because of the continuity and their net rating on the on their lineup. And this is pretty much why I wanted to stay for this award. Joel Embiid's getting the MVP this year because the Sixers are getting the one seed, and it's going to be easy to give it to him, and he's going to get it, and it's going to be great. I think that's the only reason Shane stayed on. He just wanted to get that rant. Should have done MVP yeah. last. Uh, I don't think. Uh, I don't think that uh, he's in the top three of voting. Um, if you guys think that the over hits, then Kawhi's going to be in the top three in the voting, and then Giannis again. I think, like I said, he's going to have his best year ever. So I think he ends up in the top three in the voting as well. But that's just me. Um, all right, let's move on to Rookie of the Year. Uh, I don't think this is going to be close at all. Uh, I, I think Doncic uh, is going to take this, and it's, it's going to be a blowout. Kevin Knox. Uh, I think he's going to put up the stats because uh, nobody else is in New York. Usage. Yeah, I mean, that's what Rookie of the Year has almost become, uh, besides the Malcolm Brogdon year. I don't know what that was apparently about. But um, did you ever notice when people talk about it, they refer to Dario as if he won, or like they they think Dario or Embiid won that award. Like when watching Sixers national television games, they never mentioned Malcolm Brogdon actually won it. I think the the allegation was defense, right, with him with Brogdon. Like that was what his and he was on was. a good team. Like apparently that was the only year that it mattered that he was on the rookie of the year was on a good team. Uh, yeah. But I'm going Kevin yeah. Knox. I think the usage is going to be high. Uh, uh, Bill, you got, you got me here. Luka Doncic, I'm, I'm such a big Luka fan. Um, talk about usage. He's going to get free reign to do pretty much whatever he wants. Um, I think uh, Mark Cuban's in accordance with, with us here um, and in accordance with us and our beliefs about Luka Doncic's mom. And, uh, over. yeah, I think he's over. I think, yeah, Luka Doncic's rookie of the year. All right, let's move on to sixth man. Uh, Shane might hang up because uh, I'm going to pick Terry Rozier. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even <laughs> think of bad, one, bad. but but I'll agree with it. Just just so there's two of us. Nice, it. nice. He's gonna pick a sixer. Um, Joe Embiid coming Lou off the bench and winning it. Is, is are the Clippers gonna be so bad that Lou Williams starts himself out of contention for this award? I'm, um, I'm gonna say no. I think he probably. stays on the bench. Okay, you think so? Well, then if, if he's if, he, if he's in the same role, then I'm going to go Lou Williams again. Yeah, that's a good pick. Uh, most improved player, uh, Kev is. I think I remember you being high on this guy. I'm going to go Josh Jackson. Oh yeah, I had I had him number one in that draft over Markel. Um, but I, I said mine early, earlier. Stan, Stanley Johnson on the Pistons. Oh yeah! Wow, God. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's finally the year that Miles Turner uh, makes the jump to most improved. Um, I, I like Josh Jackson as a pick, and I actually like um, I, I like some other players from that draft draft class. But you know, typically for most improved, they stay away from the recently drafted people. Um, I guess that's just considered development than than you know an improvement year. Uh, so, but I'll go I go Miles Turner. I think I think enough times passed. Um, if, if the Pacers hit that over, then I think you definitely might be looking at a Miles Turner most improved player. Yeah, that's a good call. I mean, you're right. They do usually stay away from the young players. I mean, I thought about that, but I don't know. I guess I didn't really I think too much about some of the other guys that have been in the league longer. Um, 
Let's go on to Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, I think it's going to be Kawhi Leonard. I have Gobert, um, which, I mean, at this point, yeah, it's boring, but but he's going to win. It's usually a boring award. I mean, it's defense. Nobody really cares about it in the first place. But uh, if he's he's healthy and he plays that full year, the Utah Jazz is probably the best defense in the league, and uh, he's the reason why. I'd like to say... I think it's going to be Embiid and Kawhi in contention for the MVP. How did I and know? I think, and I like the other one's going to be in contention for the uh, defensive player of the year. Um, but if I'm, if the jazz are going to do as well as I think the jazz are going to do, and I need the jazz to do, then Rudy Gobert needs to be the same player as he was last year, but for 70 games. All right. And then finally coach of the year. Uh, I'm going to go with Brad Stevens. Who, who won it last year? It was uh, Dwayne Casey. Oh, well, then, and then he got fired. Yeah, that, that's right. <laughs> then they tweeted, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it to Snyder. I thought he probably should have won it last year. Um, so maybe they'll just give it to him retroactively. <laughs> I think it's, it's Boston or Philly first seed in the East. I think either Stevens or Brett Brown will get it. Um, it's, if um, the Lakers are like that top three seed, I think you, you might see Luke Walton. Um, but I think given everything, Brad Stevens, his name's just thrown around so much when we're talking about elite coaches that like it's time for him to get one. It's just, it's just his time. It's just time for him to get one. So I'll go with Brad Stevens. It hurts me to do it, but Brad Stevens, the Celtic. So here, here's my boldest prediction of the day. Uh, it's going to be the first time a player wins coach of the year and it's going to be LeBron James. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've mentioned, or you mentioned Luke Walton be, being possibly coach of the year. If, if that happens, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> okay. So that, uh, that wraps up our awards portion of the show. Uh, big thanks to Shane for coming on to the podcast with us. Uh, he's, he, his phone was dying. So he, he left. Uh, so it's just me and Kev now, and we're going to run through, where we have each team uh, in the final standings, and then we're going to run through the playoffs. So uh, starting in the East, Kev, as we always do, uh, 15th, uh, I have the Atlanta Hawks. Hawks. Yeah, I think that one's pretty obvious. 14, I have the Knicks. I have the Bulls. Uh, I think it would be pretty bad. All right, 13, uh, our least favorite team, the Nets. I have the Knicks, so not too far off. Okay. Uh, Coming in at 12, I have the Bulls there. I have the Cavs. So wow, a little little lower than you have them. Yeah, I have them. I have the Cavs uh, at eleven. I have the Magic, and the boring team. Yeah, and then I have the Magic at the ten. So I think we we're pretty much in agreement about all these teams. Ten, I have the Hornets. Uh, I also ha- oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, nine, nine is the Hornets for me. So we're still okay. pretty much in agreement. Well, nine, I have the Nets. So okay, I said they'd be competing for the playoffs, and they're close. But those are all the same teams. So our playoff teams must be the same. Let's see yeah. what order we have them in. All right. Uh, at the one seat, or should we go? Yeah, at the one seat, I have uh, Boston. I have Toronto. I think the Kawhi effect is going to be big. Uh, big on the Sixers this year. I'm going Sixers at the two seat. Boston for me. And then at number three, I have Toronto. Yeah, I think those are the three. It's tier one of the East. Yeah, I have the, I have the Sixers at three. Um, it's the regular season. Something could happen that switches those three. But I think we're. I think everybody's going to agree that those are the top three teams. Yeah. That. That. Yeah. Uh, all right. So then at four, I have the Bucks. Yeah, this is the kind of tier two for me. Uh, I think there's another three teams here. Uh, I have the Bucks also at four. Uh, at five, I'm going to go Pacers. I have I have the Wizards at five, but I have the Pacers at six. I think that's the next tier for me. Those three. 
I actually have Miami at six above Washington. I'm low on Washington. I mean, if, if they get Butler, it's it's reasonable. I, but uh, I, I don't know what they're going to do uh, without him and that team. I mean, Richardson looks like he's – him and Winslow look like they're going to make a step up. Yeah, so that was one of the guys I considered for most improved is Richardson. I really thought about it. But, um, yeah, I'm sticking with Josh Jackson. Anyway, uh, Washington Wizards I have at seven. I have the Pistons, seven. Um and then I think these uh, for the Pistons and Heat, I have at seven and eight. And I think those those five could mix up, but uh, I mean we we have the same teams in the playoffs, so it's it's really going to be a mess there. Yeah. So then I I have the Pistons uh, as the eighth seed. All right. So now we're going to run through the Eastern Conference part of the playoffs. Uh, I have Boston and a Milwaukee playing in the second round, and then I have on the bottom part of the bracket Philly and Toronto. So I have Toronto and Milwaukee in the second round playing each other as the one of the four, and the Celtics and Sixers we get to see again in the second round, which I would rather play Toronto, but uh, that'll be a tough matchup for the Sixers again. Hey, I'd also rather play Toronto, so hopefully uh, we can, at the end of the year, maybe it'll work itself out that way. But um, we do have the same four teams in the second round, so let's see if our conference finals are the same. I have uh, Boston and Philly. I have Toronto and Boston. <laughs> I know it's tough to say. Boston, I, I I think our future is better. We have the best player out of the teams, uh, possibly the the two best in the future. Um, but I don't think it's this year. I think Boston takes takes it uh, probably in six or seven though. Now, if you had Philly playing Toronto, would you put a Philly in? Would you have put Philly in? Uh, the Sixers fan in me would, yes. I, I don't know. I don't think I could take my bias out, but, yeah, I'd probably have the Sixers winning that series. Okay, so the conference finals basically came down to the matchup, I guess. Yeah. You had them against Boston because I have them losing to Boston uh, in six or seven in the conference finals and Boston going to the championship. I think this, the Sixers in a, in a seven-game series would find a way to beat Toronto. But I, it, it didn't work out for me with my rankings that way. So, And uh, you have Boston over Toronto in the— I have Boston over— Very— uh, Unoriginal, <laughs> but yeah. Do you think the series would be close between them? Um, I mean, you can never count out a team that has the best player on the floor, and that's Kawhi to me. Um, but there's so many players that they can throw at Kawhi that I think it would probably be. Um, since I have the Celtics as the away team, they'd probably win in six. If they if they're home, probably five. Yeah, I have I would have them in five or six. Uh, I have Boston as the one seed, so and I think that's going to happen. So if they were home, yeah, I guess we agree about that pretty much. Um, that they're going to be in the finals, uh, no matter how this thing plays out. All right, let's hop. Even o- if injuries happen, I mean, they, you showed they showed last year that they could make. They were game seven against the Cavs, even with missing uh, Kyrie and right. Gordon, so yeah, they they they've obviously their starting lineup's amazing, and then their depth is incredible as well, uh, which which becomes important in the playoffs as we as we've talked about uh, before. All right, let's let's hop over to the West. Um, Fifteen, I got the Kings. I have the Suns. I, I, the Kings are bad, but like I said, they won't be tanking. Uh, next, I got the Grizzlies. <laughs> wow. We're very different on the Grizzlies since I have them in the playoffs. Wow, yeah. I have the Mavs at 14. Uh, next up, 13, Suns. Kings. Uh, 12 is going to be the Mavs, even though I'm high on Doncic. Uh, the Clippers. Uh, we talked about them earlier. Just don't have that upper echelon player. I don't have them much higher. The Clippers I have at 11. So Yeah, this is where you get to the teams that would make the playoffs in the East, but unfortunately they're West, and it happens at 11 and 12, which is kind of ridiculous. At 11, I have the Blazers, so falling all the way from 3 to 8 in a year. All right, and then uh, at 10, I have the Nuggets. Wow. 
Yeah. Nuggets so far now. We're, we're very different on the West. Uh, Ten, I have the Wolves. They're just a mess. Uh, then at nine, I have the Pelicans. Hey, we agree. Home on. I got the Pelicans at nine also just missing the playoffs. Nice. All right. Let's get into uh, the playoffs. Western Conference. Uh, I have uh, Houston as my one seed. Golden State. And Golden State is my two seed. Houston is my two seed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Th- again, same thing in the East. This this conference only has two top teams uh, that are more are more elite than the rest of the conference. I think. Would you agree? I won't even put them on the same tier, to be honest. <laughs> All right. So, uh, but Houston's on a yeah. tier by itself. Yeah, right? probably. Okay. Cool. All right. Let's go to three. I have uh, you know my boys, the Thunder. I have to. I have Utah. I think that team is built for the regular season. I'll say that. All right, four. Their their abbreviation is still LAL, but it now stands for the Los Angeles LeBrons. Uh, so yeah, I have them as the four. Wow. Uh, Denver at four. Wow. Yeah. All right, uh, five. I have the Jazz. I have the Thunder. Um, but I mean, we're getting to these teams that are all very similar. Uh, I think. Kind of like last year. I mean, those teams were separated by two or three games, and uh, it's going to be a mess at the end fighting for seeds. Was it from three to nine, or was it from four to nine last year? From three to nine was three games, I believe. That's unbelievable. Um, but it makes the end of the season a heck of a lot of fun. Uh, number six, I have the Nuggets uh, there. I have the Lakers. Oh, so. I have the Nuggets in here twice. Oh, man. All right, hold on. Let me. And not even like close to each other. How do you really feel about them, man? All right, so correction, I actually have 10 Minnesota and then wow. the six seed being the Nuggets. That's my bad. Wow. Yeah. You, you really feel differently about the Nuggets, apparently. <laughs> Having them in two different spots. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's – oh, yeah, who's your six seed? I have the Lakers. Yeah. Okay, so on to number seven. I got to go San Antonio here. San Antonio also, yeah. Nice. Uh, the pop effect. We agree on two. Yeah. Uh, eight Portland Trailblazers. The Grizzlies at eight making the playoffs. I guess at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. But um, yeah, you don't want to be eight. You'd rather be out of the seven or seven. Really, you'd be out of the playoffs because at least you get a better pick. All right, uh, next round, second round. I got Houston playing uh, the Lakers, and then the Thunder and, and Golden State Warriors going at it. I have. The Warriors and the Thunder, um, and then Houston and the Lakers. Okay, so wait, say that again? Houston and the Lakers, because I have the Lakers as a sixth seed, so I have them beating the Jazz in the first round, and then uh, Golden State and uh, Oklahoma City. Okay, so we, so we have the same matchups but different seeds. Yeah. Fascinating. Okay, then uh, Western Conference Finals. I mean, this is so obvious unless there's like big injuries that happen. Houston, Golden State. I mean, who's going to say otherwise? Not me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I got to say the same thing. Uh, it's tempting to take the, the LeBrons over uh, Houston, but, you, I mean, there's just too much talent on that uh, Houston team that we're going to get a rematch. Yeah, I think next year uh, after Golden State breaks up and the Lakers get one more piece, maybe Kawhi, uh, then LeBron might be end up back in the finals. So I think his streak ends this year, which is which is a shame. Uh, I, I got Golden State going to the finals again. I have him in six. I think they're going to do it a little more quickly this year. Oh, beating Houston in six. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, bringing in an all-NBA center to this team is just absurd. He he doesn't even have to rush to get back. He's probably going to be back in January, February, play a couple minutes, slowly get adjusted to the team. Uh, DeMarcus Cousin is, is just ridiculous adding to this team, and, yeah, they're going to win. Uh, maybe even five. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think part of it's they've learned their lesson from last year. They don't want to get back in that situation 
Um, and they yeah, can't, obviously they can't depend cousins. on the missing 20 straight shots. Yeah. I mean, if you look about it, most, most people looking back, myself included, I, I think uh, Houston wins that game. A, if Chris Paul plays and then B, I mean, in almost any other simulation where they don't miss 23s in a row. And Ariza, I think was 0 for 11 in that game. Um, yeah. It's just, it's a weird thing that would never happen. But it's, I'm glad it actually happened to that team because they live and die by three, and they certainly died by the three that game. It seems to always catch up with you, that that strategy, always. Just uh, at the wrong time. <laughs> right, yeah. And then uh, the, the finals we have both have Golden State playing Boston. I think everybody has that uh, going into the season. Uh, I'm going to take Golden State. I think uh, Boston's good enough to pull a game out. Yeah, I mean, Boston is similar to the Warriors, I think, in the way that they're going to play, they're just not as good as the Warriors. Um, the Warriors have, what, the three best players on the court, maybe. Uh, so it's going to be tough for them. Um, and now with DeMarcus playing against them, Horford ha- kind of has to play down low, which he's better covering uh, athletic guys because he's so much bigger than, and, than them and he can keep up with them. He's a real... Uh, troublemaker on the defensive end in my opinion yeah i think he's really underrated no one really talks about him as elite i mean myself included i tend to forget about him because he's kind of boring he's not really that exciting he's not he is athletic but not in a way where he's coming you know 100 miles an hour down the lane and dunking over people but man he could step out and shoot from outside he plays incredible d like you said um i mean people in boston during the regular season wanted to get rid of him and he was their best player i just i don't understand that at all i mean he was on that exciting atlanta hawks team remember yeah right yeah well they did the they did uh, have the most wins yeah uh, that year and they all won uh they won player player of the week yeah (laughs) it was the whole starting lineup so dumb um but anyway that's who cares about that award i think we're i mean even though we we picked the two teams that are most likely going to make the finals. Nothing really happening. I mean, it's just the smart pick, and uh, I think we're going to have a, a good, exciting season, especially as Sixers fans. All right, well, uh, thanks again to the guys for coming on. I'm looking forward to uh, looking back on these over-unders uh, mid-season and end of the year because a couple of us were on islands, and then a couple of times we were split up. So. Especially Byrne. I think Byrne was the one with the hot takes. I think Byrne was on an island five or six times. <laughs> uh, I ended up on an island in the West three times, so... I think Shane was the only one who, who was never... Um, I think you're, you're going to die alone on that Suns Island this year. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, anyway, uh, before we sign off, just wanted to remind everyone that the Eagles may have struggled a little bit to start the season. Uh, don't get too hyped because, I mean, they did only beat the Giants. Uh, but they are the Super Bowl champions, Kev. They still are. Yes, they are. And uh, I'm glad you remember because I kind of forgot about it. We haven't done a podcast in such a long time. So. <laughs> right. All right, so uh, for Kevin McLernan, I'm Bill Golden. This has been the Pick and Roll Podcast uh, with Shane Roxbury and uh, Mike Byrne, and thanks for listening.